I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She... <laughs> How do I put this? Isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At? We are discussing catfishing. Stay tuned as we talk about online dating, heavy filters and being tricked online. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Good morning, Matt. Hey, Anna. How are you going today? I'm going really good. I was up so late last night because yeah. I am absolutely addicted to this new Netflix series. It's called The Girlfriend Who Didn't Exist. Have you heard of it? I actually flicked past that I don't, a couple of days ago when I was trying to find something to watch on Netflix. I, I didn't click on it. I think I settled for some sort of horror, you oh, know me. Highly recommend. Yeah. Like, Definitely go watch it. If you're listening, go check it out. It was so interesting to me. I just like had to finish it last night. Like me and Michael, we were, we were fully hooked. So. Don't you love that when you find a show that yes. you love and you're watching it? <laughs> well, what's it about? It's about this guy called Manti Teo. He's mm. a college football star. He's absolutely loved. And he has this amazing girlfriend mm. um, who he's obsessed with, but he's never met her. And not no one knows that he hasn't met her. And it turns out he's actually been catfish and it takes a really dark turn and everyone turns on him like all of the football fans turn on him and it was really sad and super interesting to see because I watching it I was just thinking like if he was a girl I feel like he wouldn't have got this level of backlash so it's a really interesting watch give it a um, whirl I'm I'm definitely going to put it on my watch list we're watching Yellow Jackets at the moment so after that I'll uh Jen and I will watch that. I'm interested to see what it's like. But Mm. speaking about getting catfished and all that, that triggered a memory that I had actually. Yes. Um, So, you know how I've been – well, you know how I was talking to Jen for like six years? Yeah. Through Instagram. We're on and off chatting. But you never met. You just followed each other. Yeah. Yeah, we just followed each other. Actually, funnily enough, we say how we did not cross paths. There was a lot of times that we would have and I'm sure we did but didn't know. So weird. It's so weird. But – after all that, we finally arranged to meet up with each other. And um, it's funny you say this because we actually – we had our one year of meeting each other a couple a while back now. Mm. And um, we went back to the same spot. And we did the exact same thing we did. We went um, and got Aperols and walked around uh, the Botanical Gardens. Yeah, again. I just, Yeah, and just had like a cute moment together. But I remember when I was walking up to her and to get the drinks. So, you know, the usual thing where the girl or the guy sends her the number, you've got their phone number, you're calling, you're trying to see where they're at. There's heaps of people around. <laughs> I hate that moment. It's yeah. so awkward. Like so the, uncomfortable. The, like yeah. the 30 seconds before you actually become oh. face to, like come face to face. It's so awkward. Oh, and I've got the better one when you actually spot them from a distance and you're walking over to each other and you have to just act like, you know, like you're comfortable walking and you're like, like oh no, every step and it's really really awkward you look at the crowd you look at them oh does it make you cringe yeah it's making me cringe so bad but when i called her and she's like i'm outside of entrecot um near the tree near entrecot i'm like okay um i'm walking over now i'm like i was do you want me to pick up drinks we're just chatting on the phone like do you want me to pick up drinks she's like no way we'll get them together blah, blah, blah. and i'm looking and there's a girl in front of me on the phone and i was like oh no I'm like, she looks totally different she looks completely different to Stop. like the same but not 
Jen and like it like from a distance it could have been her you know what I mean like but it wasn't it was just why because she was brunette yeah that was the only thing really <laughs> <laughs> but without sounding shallow or anything it just didn't it just wasn't what I thought she portrayed it through her Instagram portrayed herself as yeah, yeah. portrayed herself as so I'm walking over and I'm like oh no I'm like look I'm too far here you know me I'm like I'm not a mean person I'll go catch up with her but then as I'm walking closer, the girl like steps to the side and I see past her and um, Jen's sitting there on her phone. Little angel. <laughs> yeah, like, little ah. angel with like, all these glowing lights on her. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, there she is. So I walked over and we, um, the rest is history, as they say. We. Uh, so you thought you got catfished by Jen <laughs> yeah, for I like did. that 30 seconds, <laughs> that awkward 30 seconds before you actually meet each yeah, other. And I was like, fuck, I've been catfished here. But Fair enough. It was Jen and we had that magical date that we now know that wrote my life and changed my history forever. Magical date girl. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, speaking of catfishing, let's jump into our episode today. Okay, Anna. So for everyone listening and doesn't know what a catfish is, do you want to tell them what it is? Yeah. So basically catfishing is the act of creating a false identity in order to lure people into an online relationship. So normally they steal a photo or an identity of someone who is more attractive or who they would perceive as more attractive than they are and then use their photos to deceive people. So basically, I don't know if you've seen the show Catfish, but Neve Shulman in 2010 actually made a documentary called Catfish because he was catfished online um, and he coined the term. I actually love the show Catfish. I watch it a lot. Same. How good is it? It's very good. And some of the things that you see on there are absolutely wild. Yeah. And I'm shook sometimes at some of the stuff that you see people. The, The lengths that people have to go to sometimes is extraordinary. And that in its own, like, I mean, they're doing the wrong thing, but the effort they put in, if they put it into something else, they could be successful in <laughs> yeah, life. they could be doing like a full business. Yeah. I've seen episodes of that show where this these are the ones that really shake me. So there's like, I remember there was this one episode where this girl's talking to this guy online and like she ends up talking to him for like three years and it ends up being her ex who wants to get her back. And she thinks it's like this new guy. She's been talking to him, like literally wasting years of her life talking to this guy and the whole time she's still talking to her ex i'm like how could you do that to someone it's actually a bold move by that guy to get his girlfriend back to try to be all his ex to get someone back like that's that's never gonna happen like you're not getting her back mate you know what i mean like she she doesn't want you if she did she'd be with you the best on catfish i reckon is so funny (laughs) is where they like do the whole reveal and they reveal it's not who they think it is and then they still go like well do you want us like? Do you still want to be together? And the person who's being catfished <laughs> like, is no. like, no. <laughs> They're like, I'm still me. Like you're still talking to me. But like, yeah, it's just complete deceit and lies. Yeah, like yeah, we get it. Like you're still talking to that person. But at the end of the day, like you've built a whole relationship on the biggest lie of all, which is who you are. So like, <laughs> no, it's not going to work out. Sorry, see you later. Next. Well, have you been catfished, Anna, by anyone? Oh, like mildly catfish where I feel like there's been a couple of heavy filters put on. But I actually (laughs) have a catfishing story and I was the catfish. (laughs) Oh, this is hilarious. Please tell everyone about this. This is absolutely hilarious, guys. You've got to hear this. 
I actually, <laughs> like, it's so embarrassing, but, like, it's the truth. And, like, you know. First of all, why would Anna McAvoy <laughs> pretend to be someone else? Please explain why. Because it's hilarious. <laughs> so, basically, me and Josh, my ex-boyfriend, had just broken up. So, it's recent as well. Everyone. It's not like some young 18-year-old I wasn't, like, Anna. 19, no. Yeah, no, it's recent times as well. I, w- I was 29. Oh. <laughs> So basically, Josh and I, my ex-boyfriend, had broken up. We had obviously won a very popular TV show in Australia together. Mm-hmm. So I, coming out of that relationship, felt like I wanted to join some dating apps. Naturally. But I didn't want people to know that it was me because we had only been broken up for two weeks. So I kind of wanted to just like go on the dating apps to see what was out there and like be able to like remind myself of all the beautiful men there was in the world to make myself feel better through my heartbreak. (laughs) And so I saw this picture of someone who I follow on Instagram. It was like a really far away picture, like hard to really recognize the person. I screenshotted it and used that as my profile picture. What name did you go with? I think I went with Beth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it sounds so fake. (laughs) So anyway, I had my fake profile set up. Just the one photo. Just the one photo. So it didn't even look real. Like I wasn't trying that hard. Best with a photo. And if I'm not wrong, it was a photo of a girl in like a like a field of daisies. No, it was it was like at a beach, but they were like very far away. So oh, you can okay. see mainly ocean and then like a small, like little stick figure in the in the distance. So fake. If and did you get any matches before you f- no. <laughs> there is no way someone's swiping, wasting one of their swipes for that. No way. So this was on the app Bumble. Mm-hmm. So basically for about three days, I was kind of like, ooh, cute guy. Like what way do you swipe? Left, right? Left for yes. No, left is no. Right is yes. Right, yes, right. So right. Okay. Like that. Okay, okay. So I'm, I'm like swiping right for people. I'm like, yeah, hot, hot. I was like, okay, like not to worry Anna like there are other men out there on the planet and in your area in my area close by (laughs) (laughs) and you know like it was making me feel better about the breakup anyway on the fourth day my account with my mobile number which I haven't changed since and my email was blocked (laughs) someone had reported me as a catfish and since that moment, I've never been allowed back on Bumble. Like, I've been banned. <laughs> and then, like, I remember, like, when I was ready to, like, start dating and, like, was kind of like, okay, if people see my face on dating apps, like, I don't care anymore. I think yeah. it was, like, two months later. Yeah, I tried to get back onto Bumble as myself and they yeah, just well, weren't having a bar of me. I was just, like... <laughs> did you not message them or email them off your account and say, hey, my number's blocked. I'm ready to get back in there. Let me on. <laughs> I tried, but I'm just fully blocked. Like, there's nothing you can do. Once you're blocked on a dating app, like, you don't want to go there. Like, it's really hard. So then, obviously, I had to move to the other dating apps, which was, like, Hinge and Tinder. Yeah. But then the story continues just when you think it's over. So I remember like, I think it was like six months later, my manager messaged me and she was like, hey, Bumble wants to work with you. So the dating app Bumble 
wants to work with you. Like they think you're great. They know that you're like out there dating again and they just kind of like want you to promote like this part of their app. And I was like, yeah, sweet, cool. <laughs> Literally didn't even think of what had happened. Anyway, then I re-downloaded it, realized that I had been blocked still and was like, fuck. So I had to tell my manager <laughs> this story. Like it was so long that I had to voice note her and I was like, so. <laughs> this is awkward, but. And then she like literally sent me a voice note laughing, being like, oh my God, Anna, only you would do this. This is so wild. So she's like, I'm going to have to tell Bumble what yeah, happened. Yeah, crickets <laughs> didn't didn't hear back from them they were like we don't want a catfish to promote our app see you later oh <laughs> uh, funny because at the time your ex josh and myself actually were on dating apps and then everyone was like posting them yeah article so it's pretty smart that you actually did that because we came out of relationships <laughs> used our own self and posted it and it was yeah all over. there was articles <laughs> being like oh i can't believe they're on dating apps so soon and i was like sorry <laughs> so, but beth is over here doing her thing <laughs> little old beth <laughs> in the house in the distance look it, like the thing is is i wasn't actually going on there as a catfish to like trick people i just wanted to like remind myself that there was other guys out there that I wasn't going to die of heartbreak and like you know it's good to move on (laughs) so anyway I'm a catfish I hold my hands up I did it once I got banned from a dating app and I promise to never do it again so what's what's the lesson here for everyone just be yourself. Don't, don't <laughs> if, if, if you're breaking up with someone, don't be afraid for people to see you on the apps too soon. Okay. Uh, actually, do I agree with that? I don't know. So, I don't know. Like, like, okay, that's a good question. Like, when is it too soon after a breakup to be seen on a dating app? Depends on the circumstance of the, the breakup. If, like, they cheated on you, they broke up with you, you're heartbroken, I reckon jump straight on. But if, like, it was... No, it's too hard, isn't it? Because then it's like, hard because then it's like kind of like showing that you have a lack of respect for that person. If you're like jumping straight on like two months in, I reckon is fine. Anything earlier than that and people see you, which they will. I reckon it goes for like dating in general. When is too soon to move on then? Like be seen visually moving on. Well, like I think that when you're in a relationship, like officially boyfriend and girlfriend with someone, I think two months. You think two months? I think two months. And I think if you are like jumping on the dating apps earlier, then it's seen as disrespectful. So like, look. What would you you say to someone that says they need to get with other people to move on? That's their version of moving on. Head out to the club, baby. (laughs) Okay. I guess like just be respectful in that way and don't make it clear to like that it gets back to your partner that that's how you're moving on. Yeah. The worst thing when you break up with someone is hearing – that they've moved on really quickly. And like, look, we're all going to do it. When we're heartbroken, we like, you know, we want to get under to get over, as we always say. Okay, Matt, I just admitted to you that I was a catfish for three days before I got blocked from a dating app. But why do people generally catfish? Because I feel like my reason was kind of a unique one. Okay, so I think the main reason would be poor self-esteem. Yeah. They don't have enough confidence in themselves and who they are as a person, maybe the way they look, maybe the way they come across in talking. So they have to hide behind a mask to 
be someone and be more themselves. Yeah, and like a lot of the time I reckon like someone who um, is a catfish can be way more introverted. So they're not confident in meeting people. And so I feel like maybe, yeah, as you said, they don't feel good enough. So they think that they need to be someone else in order to be loved or liked. And I think that's really heartbreaking. Yeah, that is. uh, They're almost playing a character to Mm. someone and that's where they feel more comfortable. Yeah, another reason why people catfish is actually revenge. We touched on it before. I saw an episode of Catfish and it was an ex-boyfriend who was dumped and he, you know, was really heartbroken and instead of letting his ex move on, he was like, no, I'm going to be the guy who you've always wanted and he knows the, the, the sick thing about this is when you're someone's ex, you know exactly what they want. And the fact that he was able to give her that as someone else, that's pretty shit. Okay, so the other reason is to explore their sexuality. So they might come from a conservative family or they might have a partner and they want to see what's out there and what really what their inner feelings are feeling. Yeah, sometimes people aren't like out of the closet yet and they're kind of like wanting to experiment to kind of find themselves in a way without fully outing themselves yeah and alerting their friends and family yeah okay is it catfishing or false advertising to use a heavy filter and editing your photos well look a catfish is usually a completely different person so that's very specific to people who are misleading or being deceptive towards people whereas False advertising is just when you're altering your own appearance, using heavy filters and then obviously putting them on a dating profile. And, you know, someone might be thinking they're getting a 10 out of 10 and it could be a 6 out of 10, but that's the fun of dating, right? Like it's kind of like a pick and mix. You don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, especially (laughs) in this day and age when you're coming across like photos on social media and that and you're not actually meeting them out and then you're meeting them. It is like you don't know what you're going to get when you get there. Like I want to come in like in defense of people who are seen to be false advertising. I feel like we live in this age where social media is so heavily filtered. And yes, there are like specific areas of it that are getting better. But like the majority of people on social media have a lot of work done. They're using heavy filters. And I feel like as a single person, when you're putting yourself out there in a dating app, you must feel a a lot of pressure because guys see this array of women on social media that look perfect, like perfect bums with a BBL, perfect boobs, perfect noses, perfect everything. Everything is sculpted to precision. And I think like people must feel like, shit, if I want to get a date on this dating app, I'm going to have to use a few filters. I'm going to have to try and entice people in. But the thing about dating apps is it's like a visual thing. So like you have to like entice them with your photo. I agree. Put your best foot forward. Put your best foot forward. And then you kind of like charm them with your chat. But that's secondary. Like yeah. you have to firstly try and like get their attention because they're like, look, I'm one in like 200 girls that this guy's going to swipe through today. I want to like stand yeah. out from the rest. How I, am I going to do that? I get that. And I'm just saying though that like be confident in yourself. What you have might not be 
what one guy likes, but I can bet you that like there's a bunch of other guys out there that yeah. will think you're attractive the way you are. Yeah, and there's definitely a line between like a little bit of a filter as opposed to like a full makeup transformation in post edits. Oh yeah, <laughs> everyone chuck everyone chuck the vibrance up. Yeah, for like twenty percent. Oh, we all know those people who like you see them on social media and they just don't look like the same person, like. They're just like filter on filter on filter. Like how many filters is too much? Like, you know what I mean? If you're doing more than one filter, we can tell. Well, I've made an effort to put up stories without a filter on, even if I don't feel comfortable in how I look because I want to express to other people that this is how I am at the time and this is how I look. Yeah, and I think you are really good at that. I would never have put up like a non-filtered image or like video like a year ago and you've always done it and like encouraged me to do it and like I do it a lot now as well but like that's interesting do guys actually like if you're a guy who does post videos on social media of you chatting do you get self-conscious about the way you look I mean naturally you're only human and like you said you're in this space where people are judging you there's thousands of people that are looking at this and you know they're judging you and sometimes they have the nerve to message you (laughs) like (laughs) they have the nerve (laughs) Have a nerve to point out to you. So yeah, of course you do. Like I'll I'll put up a video before and like I'll be filming it and I'll be like, ah, oh, like there's a little blemish there or something. But then I think to myself, that's who I am, that's how I am today. Like own it, Matthew. Like I'm yeah. trying to be more than just like that. Yeah. Be well, myself. It's interesting hearing that because I think like as a girl, you think it's just like a girl problem. We don't think that guys get um, Trust insecure. Me. Trust me, we do. I've got a lot of mates that will send me their photos before they gram it and ask me to run filters on it and that. Stop. Yeah, yeah. You're kidding. I do, yeah. So lot. guys like fully... And they're just, got, they're just average guys, my mates. Don't even have a following or they anything. They just want to look good for the <laughs> girls. Yeah, they just want to look good. <laughs> They'll literally send me photos. They'll be like, hey, Matt, can you filter this? And look, I think that's what it's about on dating apps. We all just want to put our best foot forward and like, you know... If you're single as well, like you're not going to put up like a shitty photo. Like you want people to look at it who you could be a potential prospect and be like, oh, they're not bad. Yeah, (laughs) but I guess the one that loves you for you will come across because eventually they're going to see you without that makeup and without that filter. Yeah, Yeah. And and I think like that's the key point and that's why we should all be as authentic as possible on dating apps. We're not saying don't use any filters. But like there's no point in giving yourself a full like face transformation because they're going to see you eventually in real life. You can't you can't roll in with a filter in front of you. Especially the next morning <laughs> when you wake up and it's just a completely different person. Oh, but yeah. But, like, <laughs> nah, nah. but that's what I'm saying. Like that's not going to like you. Ha- I understand putting your best foot forward. Yeah. But people will love you for who you are. Yeah. Another thing is like I was talking about being authentic on dating apps. It's not just visually. I think you can be authentic on dating apps by actually telling people your actual intentions. I think a lot of the time on dating apps, we're like, oh, just looking for something casual, like not really sure what I'm looking for when we what like, I mean, I can only talk for myself when I know I'm looking for a boyfriend. I'm like, no, no boyfriend material. I don't know which way I'm going, but. <laughs> <laughs> so I am um, back when I was younger, when I was a started off on dating apps i would send just a message to him and say hey i'm not looking for a girlfriend or anything serious i'm just here for like a, to catch up and for a good time and um, what you said that yeah i'd say that to girls some girls would be very uh what's the word i would be like block i got a lot of blocks i got a lot of girls that like haha same like i would be like the audacity of this, this motherfucker well there's one thing i say to everyone i am not a liar 
I'm a lot. You can call me whatever you want, but I'm not a liar. I'm not here to waste this person's time. It's such I'm a dick thing to say, though. Well, that's probably why I never met up with anyone <laughs> off a dating app because they'd be like, "What a dick!" Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. So am I, but you're a dick still. So that didn't work out for you. No, just it didn't for work. For anyone listening, don't use that technique. Don't use that technique because it definitely didn't work for me. I've never met up with anyone off a dating app because that would be my strategy. Yeah, it's poor strategy. <laughs> poor strategizing by Matt. <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to be as transparent as possible. All my photos were unedited and I was telling you exactly what I'm there for. So if you want a real guy, they missed out. Now, I saw some of your modeling shots on your dating app. I, I <laughs> Once upon a time, I was single too and your, your face popped up as a potential match. And I swiped through and I saw some very edited modeling photos. So don't even come to the table. I didn't edit them personally. They were sent to me by the photographer. And I was like, yeah, I do look good there. So let's put yeah, that. Yeah, but that doesn't make it unedited. So let's just leave it at that. <laughs> okay. Guys, it's time for Where's Our Head Out? Let's jump in. Okay, so Brad has said, I went on a date with a girl and she looked completely different than her Tinder profile. It was a huge turnoff, not because of her looks, but because I felt lied to. Mm. Am I the asshole for ghosting? No. No, I don't think so. Absolutely not. I reckon if someone has a profile and they know that they look so different. (laughs) Well, this is what we've been saying, isn't it? They look different on their profile to how they do in real life. I think they have to expect a ghosting, right? Mm, I agree. Like to what extent do they look different though? Have Like we said, have they got heaps of filters on them or is it just maybe they just looked more natural that day or they were having a, a bad hair day <laughs> or their makeup hadn't blended in properly? I, I don't know. What difference did they look? I reckon it's a filter thing. Like yeah, I reckon that they've been heavily filtered. This guy I thought he was going out with Miranda Kerr and – and rocked up and Miranda wasn't there. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, bro, but if you think you're finding Miranda Kerr on Tinder, the joke's on you. <laughs> okay, the next listener, Lucy, has said, I was called out for using filters on my Instagram, but I honestly cannot post a selfie without a filter because now I'm so critical of my face. Like, without a filter, I'm hideous. Can you help me delete the filters? Uh, I don't think you're hideous, Lucy, first of all. <laughs> You've not seen Lucy. But everyone's beautiful in their own way. It's so true. Like, <laughs> I, it's so weird because I feel like we're in this society where we're so used to using filters on our yeah. face that when we do see our face without a filter, we're a bit like, ugh. <laughs> Especially, like, there's a lot that goes into it. Like, bad lighting is even worse. You're yeah, like, oh, 100%. shit. <laughs> Look, my tip for Lucy is because when I weaned myself off the filter... I would post it and yeah, I would have anxiety. I would be like, oh, I could see all the blemishes. I'd think I'd look hideous as well. I suggest the best thing to do is start slow. Post a selfie without a filter. Throw your phone into the next room and forget about it. (laughs) I'm already feeling the anxiety (laughs) from that. (laughs) Put something on and completely forget about it and it will just come naturally and do it time after time again. Practice will make you feel better about it. And look, if anyone's messaging you saying you look hideous, fuck them and block them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like it's always hard. Like I think we all feel insecure. It doesn't matter how you look. Going filter-free feels very like you're really putting yourself out there. It's kind of like being naked on social media in a way. And we're so used to like 
kind of having these filters and they're kind of like they metaphorically like protect us from like all of the bad evil like trolls out there that's kind of how it feels like a protection barrier i was seeing someone and i asked they were like you don't use filters and the exact same thing i said i was like i don't want to use them i'm trying to you know stay away from them and they said it feels like a a barrier for me between me and my audience yeah it's like a protection yeah yeah so that's very true i feel yeah and i think like the moment that you get rid of that protection you can feel very alone very naked very seen very raw um, very raw and very open to critique so I wouldn't beat yourself up about it I think that it's something that all of us are going through and I think as Matt said just weaning yourself off slowly start doing less and less to photos that you post and using a really natural filter as well if you're doing a story yeah try a minimal one first yeah, yeah. don't go cold turkey yeah don't don't cold turkey yeah. <laughs> don't wean yourself off slowly okay guys thank you so much for listening that was a fun app as always give us a five-star review we are a small but growing podcast we've just hit a million listens we're so excited to have this amazing family of where's your head at listeners until next time if you see Beth from the distance on Bumble make sure you know her (laughs) (laughs) that's Anna she's not meant to be there (laughs) okay guys until next time bye bye bye